Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery, where one taste is all it takes. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I cater for people for Shabbos, Yontov, anytime. You don't feel like cooking me? You can give me a call. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling, and sharing your great ideas and recipes. But I want to hear about your your food experiences too, so you can email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com. Uh, you can join me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, I don't know, whatever else there is out there, I'm probably on it, but not Snapchat. <laughs> I think I'm too old for that. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, tuning in today. We had an amazing show last week. We brought down um, Judd's Memphis food truck to Grand Street, right? So, okay, we had such a good time stuffing our faces with this amazing food. I got to cook with Judd and we had a blast. And thank you to the Lower East Side community who came down and bought lunch down there. So kosher food was back on Grand Street. Remember Grand Street? You know, Grand Street, the Lower East Side had Homer Schmucker, Bernstein's, Gus's Pickles, um, Ratner's. Uh, that was actually a Nachman's restaurant, I think, in the 50s or 60s, run by my late father-in-law and some of his brothers. So kosher was back on the Lower East Side, um, even just for a week. <laughs> it was pretty fun. They're going to try to bring it down more often. So we're very excited about that. A uh, couple of quick catch-up announcements. So Abigail Lazarus, you are the winner. We didn't do a drum roll. We didn't do it. Doesn't matter. Too late now. Sorry, guys. Abigail Lazarus, you won the Marzipan Bakery uh, two packages of Rogalach. So we're going to send that out to you in uh, you know in a day or so. That will be on your way, on the way to you. Um, and I just want to let everyone know, one of my guests today is an executive chef at a restaurant, and I was there last week for dinner, and I so I loved his food so much and. He was as I was working out. He was walking in, and we actually know each other. We're like, "Hey, hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "You got to come on the show." The food was unbelievable. We have executive chef Josh Masson joining us later on in the show, hopefully with some delicious food. So we are very excited. Um, so uh, this is now for him. But first, I have a fellow Aussie. I have Ita Werdiger Roth joining us. G'day. G'day. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Naomi? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. It's so lovely to be here. Actually, our first interview together was at Mason and Mug. Mason I, and Mug. Yes. Well, I took a my, blessed memory. A blessed memory. It was a very good memory. You, you did a, an amazing job. Good times. There. Good times. You miss it? I do miss it. I miss it. it. It's sad to me that it doesn't exist, but I also love that I, you know, just go to sleep in the morning knowing that I don't have to work myself to death and basically, I don't know, it's, hard, it's hard work, it's you know, hard work. Ita is yeah. a young mum and she had two kids, you're pregnant Thank with your you. third at the time. Right. When, when you opened, opened, Mason and Mug was at, tell us a little bit about what Mason and Mug was for those of you who missed the, the year only, and a half that it was yeah, open. It was only the coolest kosher restaurant ever. And, it was. Um, it, it was a small plates beer and wine bar. It was on Washington Avenue in Prospect Heights. In Brooklyn. It was very Brooklyn. It had, we got like a lot of great media. We, we, we were packed. Um, and it was an amazing experience. And my um, partner in crime, Sasha Chak, um, we, worked, we worked together. And it was like he, he did the drinks and the management and, and he actually painted the ceiling himself. And the, we, we just did everything ourselves. And I did all the food and it was an incredible experience. So hopefully one day I'll be able to open something, you know, again at the right time. But right now I guess it's, it's not – it has to be the best it, – it, it has to work for you. Absolutely. You know, it has to work. You have to figure it out. You have to know what you're capable of and where you need to give your energy. And right now it's to my babies – and she has four gorgeous daughters. Between me and Ita, there are eight girls. <laughs> <laughs> what about us? Uh, crazy. Ten. So ten. That's no, ten. No, wait. Eight. Nine. nine ten. ten. Oh, yeah. Eight plus two is ten. Did you do the books on the, in the store? <laughs> <laughs> no. And that wasn't why we closed. I did not do the books. <laughs> yeah. So we conquer the girl world. But, yeah. So it's yeah. really great to have Ita in the studio. I think uh, when I went down there, I introduced myself to her because – 
as you can tell, she's actually Australian. And I'm also Australian, but we didn't know each other because she's from Melbourne. I'm from Sydney. And um, we did a radio. I re- take I, My iPhone has a special recording app that I can go on the go and, and record a show. I send it to ZK. He puts it through the Very computer. Very high tech. Yeah. Very high tech. It's amazing, you know, nowadays what you can do. You can turn on Instagram Live and you have a it's, automatic it's download a show. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, so so Itta and I met actually in, in America. How long are you here for? Um, my daughter's nine. My oldest is nine. And so I had, I'm like 11 years, let's say. 11 years. Yeah, okay. about that. Isn't it amazing we still have our accents? You, well, I don't know about, you have yours. I, I'm like on the brink, I think. Nah, sweetie, yeah. you sound yeah. so Aussie, even to me. <laughs> I think I'm putting it on. I, I think our accents get thicker as we talk to each other. If you can yes. tell the difference between my Sydney accent and her Melbourne accent, let me know. Naomi at Nakamsegal.com. Too late. We have our own version of accent now because we've been here for so long. Right. It's like a, it's like a New York mix. Okay. I we think. also have we say things differently. So what are we? I'm going to throw some things bathers. at you. Bathers. Cozies. Okay. What the heck are cozies? Okay. We should actually have Melinda. We've read a list and we have. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking oh, about. Oh, a list. Oh, I could do <laughs> a it. list. Okay. So yeah. another one, cantaloupe. You oh, say, you can- say no, I say cantaloupe. cantaloupe. I say rock, rock melon. melon. Right? Um, yeah. You're like a New Yorker already, like, because you're from Melbourne, because you both say cantaloupe. We yeah, say yeah, rock yeah. Melon. You say cantaloupe. Yeah. Um, but I have, I say a lot of American things now just because, like, I, I don't want people. There's, it's actually a psychological, like, there's actually a thing that when you talk to someone and you want to connect to them more, you, talk you start to imitate them. It's it's subconscious a lot of the time. Is that true? Because true. I, I read it somewhere. Me. <laughs> when they imitate me, they irritate me. I'm just telling you all that. Don't talk to me in an Australian a, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's annoying. Kids beg for me to speak like Naomi. <laughs> like say Naomi Nachman. Like Naomi Nachman. They do it all the time. It's very funny. I'm not very good at it though. Maybe. Melinda Strauss is actually joining us today. Hey, Guys. Mel. Actually, we 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 are actually uh, meeting here today on a Wednesday because I needed to have a tour of Chinatown, and I'm going on a tour of Chinatown with a very nice Vietnamese fellow uh, who's a friend of a friend and he's going to take me through Chinatown and show me all the different Asian, um, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese food, um, veg- fruits and vegetables so I'll know what to expect when I go on my tour in a couple of weeks and we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, so Melinda is joining us on her very happy birthday. Can we play happy birthday to Melinda? <laughs> He's I want gonna you to like, sing it, Naomi. Naomi you want me to I'm sing? Yeah, let's sing it. Okay, so apparently like people like my speaking voice, right? They follow me on Insta stories. They listen to the radio show. But Did you know like you. I cannot sing? I don't have a good singing voice. We I can whistle can, it. I can keep on tune. Should I play the recording from this morning? Uh, yeah, I sang into Mel's. Um, I gave her a voice note sing-along, but no way. You won't listen to Table for Two next week and Table for Two. Mel's actually... She was booked in for that a long time ago because we want to have a special announcement about the Jewish Food Media Conference. Um, so she's actually going to be on the show next week. Um, but today she's just joining me because we got. Here for my birthday. We're here for her birthday. What a great way that's to what celebrate! What she wants to do on her birthday. Yeah. That's, that's what I would want to do on my C- birthday. Come on the Nachman yeah. Siegel Network. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, actually, and we go had- and like eat afterwards and eat before. That's what we do yeah. on, when we when we come together, and, and hopefully Josh Masson is bringing us some food. He's not no coming, milk. probably. If he doesn't come, we're going to kill him. <laughs> we, we, if he does we, come, I'm going to kill him. So <laughs> okay, so either way, he's dead. <laughs> okay, so Kasper Shalom. Kasper Shalom. Okay, so so let's talk about your little your background. You grew up in Melbourne, Australia. You got married. You came here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was uh, doing my thing. Doesn't you know? In, in a way that I just kind of don't care what I am supposed to be doing or what other people think I should be doing. But, um, you know. So what be, happens when... Being Oz- a bad girl there. And I was <laughs> a, bad, a bad girl. I like being bad. I actually, I actually feel like... Naughty. Everyone <clears throat> likes when I say naughty. <laughs> no, I actually feel like... Because I grew up... I grew up Lubavitch, very from... And then um, it was like, you know, I had my little rebellious teenage years. And then I went to seminary and I had... And, Right when I was about to be kicked out, I like became really from again. I oh, not again. She I became, has a like, journey. Apparently, yeah, I, like, I oh. did not know this before. But then I realized that, like, um, I feel like subconsciously, one of the main reasons that I I, I found this, like, I met I met this, um, you know, great great guy who who was a, a Balchuva. My that's my now husband, uh, my first husband, only husband. Um, <laughs> first, <laughs> only. 
Um, I feel like one of the reasons that I like subconsciously like found this like guy who just like really wants to, you know, be from and, and, and do the Jewish thing like that is because once I have like a bunch of kids and a whole like, I just want to like be naughty and rebel again. Like that's like my whole setup. Like it was my whole setup. So basically I just, I just want to, I just want to like do whatever, you know, and, and I, learn and enjoy. And yeah. I love that yeah, about you. I don't want to have like boundaries. A total, a, Itta, Itta has a total free spirit over here. <laughs> but talk, is I call Itta, she's like the ultimate hipster. You know what I mean? She's like a <laughs> right. hipster hippie, but she's going to disagree word. with that. But I'm just saying that's what I think. Okay, so, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, how you got started in the food, kosher food industry. Let's just make sure everyone understands. It is a nice from girl. She thinks she's... She I thinks think I'm she's, bad just because I, I feel like, yeah, I'm hitting middle age, so I have to pretend to be bad. Yeah. But I'm mid, actually not. It's middle true. age. Are you, it's are true. You, I, I'm laughing. I, I, are you not even... Yeah, I'm, she's I'm, not, hitting, I'm hitting the age where my mother said, after I had a baby, after the age of 35 and I had a baby, I could never lose the weight again. So I was. I had that trauma to grow up with. That like after you get to 35, something's going to happen. L nothing happens. It only gets better. Even after 45, it gets better. I'm yeah, older than yeah. 45. So yeah, it just gets better and then you enjoy life. And, you know, we, we, we're going to – we love to eat and we love to talk about food and, and, and enjoy our philosophies. But let's talk about you came to America. You got set up. You had this wonderful husband. You have the four cutest girls, if you follow Most right. of the time. Yeah, yeah I know that. Listen, trust me, four teenage girls at once, honey. You don't know nothing yet. Oh, my God. Actually, I only had three at once because one is much younger than everyone else. But, yeah, it, it's fun and games. Yeah, but, I'm you looking know, forward. It, everything has its moments, right, guys? So you started off doing a supper club. Let's talk a little bit about that. I yeah. I, st um, I, that was, I started off, actually, um, as a personal chef. Really? Yes, I started off as a personal chef. How did you get into that? I feel like I'm asking myself uh, questions. So, yeah, no, I mean, the reason why I got into food originally was yeah. because I love to eat. Isn't that, yeah. like, I mean, some people, yeah. there are different like reasons that. why people get into food. And there's not a lot of kosher food in Australia. You have to make it if you want You want to eat Chinese, yeah. you make it yourself. You my make parents, it yourself. My 21st yeah. birthday in Australia, my parents made a Chinese banquet. Here you'd call up, you know, yeah. Wing Wong, and they'd send the yeah. food over there. It's my parents making it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, so I was into... I actually graduated um, from, I had like a, I went to art school and I did sound actually, Mr. Engineer, and um, what is, Pro Tools, you know, I, I know that stuff. So <laughs> we don't even know what she's finished, talking about. No, I graduated and I was looking for a job and I couldn't find, I, I, it was just, you know, a difficult area and we moved, we moved to New York and I somehow landed this job doing things for this um, really uh, wealthy family who was who ended up being amazing I became really close with them but they but, but they needed an assistant and this and that and I was like how about I'll just cook for you and I'll just be like your personal chef so that's where now they have like a full-time cook but I you invented start. the position in their house okay I love that <laughs> I love that so what kind of things yeah. would you make for the family well, I, first inspire I started, us all yeah I mean she first I just started making whatever I knew and what I what I what you know what I enjoyed making at home I made it for them and then after a while, I really felt like, like I was salads, in a bubble. Like salads, meats, everything. Every, I, I made, I made a lot of um, very. I mean, my cooking's very vegetable driven, seasonally yes. based. But I, yeah, I made meat. I made fish. I made everything. I made. There was no kosher. That was the only, you know. You just had to be kosher. You know, and, and everything is very wholesome and nutritious anyway. But I definitely cooked with like. You know, I'm not afraid of using fat, and I'm. I'm not. You know. I don't have like. I don't have – there aren't things that I won't use unless they are so processed. I – like, there are only there, – there are very few few things that I can't use. Like, you know, I'm totally What would you never by, eat? Um, like, American cheese. I've never that's had it in my life. That's the grossest – speaking of – like, I've never a, had Trump it. Trump and American cheese are the two things that, like, I can't digest in any form. <laughs> No, I'm not, not allowed to go political. No, okay. no politics no political. here. No politics. Are you a citizen? I'm a citizen, by the I'm way. I'm not a citizen. I got to so I can say whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. nah, I'm a citizen. <laughs> You're a citizen. You can say no, okay, you, okay, okay. no, you can say whatever you want. It's no, a but, free uh, country. Like Rich's Whip and all that stuff. Yeah. No offense, Rich's. I, I just. Do you eat Vegemite? I love. I love. I, love veg I had Vegemite today before I came. I here. love Vegemite on a bagel oh, the, with lots of butter. 
Lots of butter. Lots of, yeah. And it's got to be toasted bread. And it was like what my three-year-old tried to make for herself. So it was way too much Vegemite and butter. <laughs> and it was like Vegemite and butter everywhere, all over the walls. You're so cute. But I ate it anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So how, how you went from being a personal chef to... Yeah, so I felt like I was in this bubble and I was cooking and it was in my own world. And I really wanted to learn more and experience other bubbles so I worked, started working in restaurants. I had the itch. Okay. And the itch is still there. So I started... Um, um, Which kosher restaurants do you work at? I mean, I mainly it was mainly Pardes. <gasps> yeah. You worked for Wendell? I did. I, I survived that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Moshe <laughs> Wendell. He's amazing. Yes, we love him. Another... Um, I'm, I'm BDE on I'm restaurants. Down. Yes. He's, yeah, he's quite, he's quite a king in my mind. Culinary of, world. Yeah, in the culinary... And also just um, stuff that he he opened, you know, like I actually went to Basel. I was a customer at Basel. Basel. Uh, Americans where, say basil. <laughs> See, oregano. Oregano, yeah. So I was a customer at Basel and I was like, whoa. Like I was eating this food and I'm like, wow, I mean, this is really impressive. Like back in the day when they first opened and Wendell was there. Wendell started at Basil. I had no yes, idea. Did yes, not know that. Yes, yes. A little food gossip yeah, and history yes. with Itawerdigo Roth right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. In fact, some of his dishes are still on the menu slightly. They've, they've changed they've over the years. They've just changed again. But originally that arugula beet salad with goat cheese, it was it was. Now actually, it's a staple in every cookbook. Right. It was. No, 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 no. That's, that's a thing. A, that's the thing. He didn't invent that. Arugula beets goat cheese. That's a standard thing. Mm. But on the menu at Basel, it used to be with hazelnuts toasted. Now it's with untoasted pine nuts. Why? I don't know. I but, don't know. Why um, would you put un, untoasted, untoasted pine nuts? nuts untoasted nuts anywhere. Yeah, I don't get it. Seriously. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. So, so guys, there's a lesson. Always toast your toast nuts. Toast your nuts. And don't over-toast them. Unless you're soaking them and then, then they're doing different things with them, you know, but like making sh- mock liver. If the, but if they are doing toasted nuts, they should do it. Stop toasting them when they smell fragrant. They're done because done. they burn fast. Burn because them. nuts have a lot of oil, natural yeah. oil, so they burn fast. Yeah, you burn them. Okay, so you worked at. So I was a, I was a customer at Basil, and then I heard that he had was moving on from Basil. Doesn't matter why. Maybe I don't even know. And he was opening his own restaurant um, that was going to be meat. So I, he was actually, he's actually, he was like a little f- a fan of my husband's books. My husband's a writer. That's so when cool. we came What's to Basel, ma- give that a shout out. Yes, I will. Um, when we came to Basel we, my, with with my husband, he came over to us and he was like, "Man, I love your books." Um, <laughs> so yeah, well. my husband is Matthew Roth. That's an H U E Matthew Roth. That's okay? a lot of. F- it's kind of like a pen name. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a pen name. Like, it's like, it's Matthew like, Roth. I feel like this, I feel like he grew up with a name that was like a name that a lot of people had. Matthew Roth. Matthew Roth. No, E-W. E- Matthew Roth is his legal name with a regular E-W at the end. Matthew. But okay. it's very hard. It's like, it's a branding thing. It's hard to Google that stuff. So now he has like his name, Matthew.com, but it's spelt funny. Oh, okay. So he's he's published, yeah, he's published like seven, he's published a lot of books. So That's he's got amazing. Can I just say book. one book is so hard to do? Yes. So he's pu- right. As you have, congratulations, Naomi. You have just published a book, Thank and you. I was very impressed with it. Thank I bought you. it. You Thank signed you. it. Thank Mel you. wrote some ob- obscene comment at the bottom, also. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, yeah, it's it's awesome. So um, he was a fan of your husband. So he work. was a fan of Nevermind the Goldbergs, which was Matt, which which was my husband's first book, and I I used that as my in. I was like, get me, connect me with him, and then I and then I reached out to him to ask if with no restaurant experience to ask if I could work. At America's Best Kosher Restaurant. Well, right. speaking of second, America's second Best back. Kosher Restaurant, <laughs> just walked into the here. studio is Joshua Mess. And no wonder why he was a little late because he has like a whole bucket of food with him. He with has us. toys, We're, even though it says on the plastic bag, woo! this is not a toy. Okay, so so let's keep going. Well, hello, chef. Welcome. Well, while he gets all set up. And we'll we'll welcome Josh Masson with a proper Nakam Siegel Network. Hello. Okay. So uh, then you talk about those supper clubs because that's okay, so yeah. interesting so then, because it's a completely different concept as in my, the kosher yeah, world. My usual, um, I seem to have like a two-year track of uh, getting bored of jobs. Sorry, it's it's bad. I need to do therapy. But um, we can be so, therapists, um, <laughs> right, guys? 
I got a good comfy chair. I got a microphone, <laughs> and I got a couple thousand listeners. Oh we'll all God. help you. Yeah, no, it's it's just because I have to find something that you know really works with. But anyway, so so after that, I yeah, I started. I moved in. I moved. I moved places, and I had this. I my dream was really to kind of to move somewhere where I had like a shop at the bottom and I lived on the top, but I, it didn't work. I couldn't find something like that. And I ended up finding this like old house, Victorian house that um, was really quaint and really special and unique in, um, in Brooklyn and New York in general. And I, so, so I had the idea to implement my idea of having like a, sh a shop at the bottom to have like some pop-up supper clubs that would happen monthly or you know they, they might pop up for three days you know seasonal um so that and and it was based around music because as i said before it was my my previous um my my studies were with um experimental sound actually that's and, so cool and i have i'm actually a percussionist also and i also grew up with a lot of music she's so talented wait wording are you related I'm, to I'm, Right, right. I can do it. Mordechai Ben David Werdiger is my is my relative, and I've never met him, and he thinks I'm not from, but I am from. Okay, I'm just Lubavitch. <laughs> okay. No, uh, no one, no one should be offended that. by you, Josh. She's from Melbourne. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say All that. I heard people. a rumor. I heard. I heard a rumor. From from someone from someone, okay. So right back at you. It's <laughs> okay, like, it's, okay. It's a distant cousin. It's a distant oh, cousin. Oh, okay, let's try to keep it. You know. I have. I also have creatives on the other side. I have. Um, there's a famous Lubavitch artist uh, called Hanoch Lieberman. Okay. Whatever. Okay. So it's I have cool. creatives in my artsy. family. Look, I we grew have... up creative. I got creative parents. Right. I'm one of those. She's she's creative. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. My, my parents dragged dragged me to the symphony orchestra really? when I was younger. Yeah. 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 One of those. Okay. Good. So anyway, I really wanted to combine my passion for music with my passion for food. That's what the, the Hester Supper Club is all about. Okay. I love it. So it was music yeah. and cool food. food. Yeah. And Isha did cool food before cool food was cool. Aww. Did that make sense? Yeah. I said that really fast, right? I love I, that. I said that right? Sometimes I trip on my words, but I did that good. Yeah. It's a put the cool in food. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love well, that. The New York you. Daily News agrees. So. Okay, no. It's true. <laughs> you were quoted a lot. You got a lot of publicity with Mason yeah, and Mark. Yeah, though they had like the front page of their thing was like the coolest kosher restaurant or some it had the word kosher and cool. So Right. Okay, well yeah. definitely, definitely. It's <laughs> I'll it's, take it. Yeah, for sure. You should. You should. Okay. Uh, Josh Masson is just everyone know who's watching on our YouTube time. channel. Yeah, on the Nakam Siegel Net. We have a lot going on over here. He took you seriously. I don't think he realised there's a camera. Of course, wait. I got a face for radio. He's got a face for radio. Do you know how many times we've heard that joke on the Nakam Siegel Network? Okay, so he's going to set up. He's setting up some cool food. And Isha and I are talking about her life. We're giving her a little therapy here, right here on the Nakam Siegel Network. Thank you, Network. I appreciate it. I, yeah, I, no I worries. I can pay you later, like, you know, if, depending <laughs> pay, on Pay us in much. food. I pay you in food, yeah. yeah. We, we want to be paid in your food. Isha is an amazing cook. You do not understand. She <gasps> takes vegetables and she does things to them and, and the flavours and the taste and the way she cooks them. It's amazing. And you went so to school for sound, not for food. Sound. And I mean, I'm I, always in awe of what she cooks. That's so. That's really kind of you. I mean, I feel like I would like to go to school for food, and I would learn stuff. But I have, you know, I have like, I have like, I'm like a mom, and I'm doing all this mom stuff. So yeah, Melinda thinks we should talk about butter. Can I just? Can, yeah, let's talk about yeah. butter. Yeah, Josh is smiling too. Can I just say? Your kids are only little for a very small time. So I know I, know I sound I know. like a really old I know. lady. So I have you know, plans. I'm, I have dreams and I have plans. And I, we're going to hear them right now. But I just I just want you to enjoy yes, the moments I'm enjoying with the kids my delicious children. Because it goes so I'm fast. I'm trying not to eat them because that's cannibalism and it's illegal. <laughs> but sometimes they're so cute you want to eat so them. so cute. I know my, ah, the my nine-year-old, we always, my husband and I, when, when we look at her doing something really adorable, we're like, she's so cute. Like, yeah, so yeah, yummy. yeah. Like, no, they're amazing. So they're do, amazing. And do. I want to be that a treasure. I don't, I don't want to be exhausted and like yeah, no. falling asleep driving my kids to school, which happened when I was at, when I had Mason and Mug. So you have to be, you know, you have to enjoy the moments, you know, of, of what goes on. And next week we're actually going to be having Michelle Gindy on the show uh, from Buddha's Bowls and Burpees. She's going to be talking to about philosophy, about um, 
you know, keeping your body healthy and your mind healthy. And we've got all sorts of things going on here in the studio. I'm in, I'm in awe of what's going on. ZK's taking some photos. Josh Masson's setting up some food. We're, we're turning the Nachum Siegel Network. Nachum is going to be sad that he's missing this into Nobo. This is like so exciting, guys. Itta. Dreams and aspirations. So, did you want to know about my dreams? I'd like to know. <laughs> or about Tell us butter. about your dreams. Let's talk about a quick dream and then a butter. What do you butter. want to do? Okay, butter. Yeah. No, okay. tell us the dream first. The dream. No, what, I mean. What, what's your goal? Your next goal? I, because there'll be more. This like, yeah, I mean, I am going, I, um, I'm starting a, I'm joining with someone. I'm sort of developing flavors for someone right now on the side for um, a, a kind of ice cream that I can't say any more about because I signed a non-disclosure agreement. But um, I will, that's something that I'm doing part-time on the side, hopefully, and then I'm doing, you know, I do a little thing here, here and there, but I do want to open something one day. I want to open a bar. I took, uh, I'm taking a bartending course because oh, I, oh, I, I was I used gonna, to my make hus- drinks. My husband anyway, and I like, were going to do that this year. We yeah. said like last summer, let's, let's take a bartending let's course. Yeah. But then I got offered the book deal from Arts Cross. Everything else this year fell apart, which uh, was and, fine. As it should, because that's really I important. Loved, I love I yeah, that I did to do it cookbooks. Yeah. Okay, so. So I have a lot of dreams. I have a, there are a lot of things I want to do. Every week I want to open something else, like in my mind. Okay. So it's happening in my mind a lot, mostly. But some, kn- some in reality. We know that you come through because you've already given us right. a mess in a I can come through. Yeah, so, so we, I'm focusing on the babies and, and I'm using a lot of butter, which we were talking about before. Why, why, how did butter come up, Mel? Oh. Sorry, but Ita loves butter. I love butter. And well, I also want to say, Harav is working? the devil of kosher food. Don't sacrifice on taste, flavor, and everything because you want to make a parav, because you may want to eat it with a different meal. Just focus on the dish at the time I, and make it good. That's why I love her food philosophy. If you make, if you're going to make something for a flashic meal, make it appropriate. They don't have to use all those fake ingredients. Yes, gonna have yes. Don't make Napoleon flash and parav. Make right. um, an apple crumble. Yeah, make an, make apple, an crumble. apple crumble. Make or or, or wait, we're in spring. Make an apple rhubarb strawberry crumble. Delicious. Or for Easy. or for a milkic meal, you would make something like a cheesecake or everything. Right. Yeah, make keep use the butter real. for the milkic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of make. Yeah. Keep, make it real. Make it dairy. That's yes. what I would yeah, say. yeah, and there are so many great, and especially this is the age of gluten-free and vegan and vegetarian. There's like cashew cheeses, and there's so many things you don't need to use junk, right? Coconut, everything. Coconut is so easy to get. No, but no, but you no, you can take cashews in so general and make stuff with cashews. You can make ice cream. You can make what's that stuff that honey? Um, the oh, bi- nice busy cream. Brooklyn was nice cream. Frozen she was telling us about blended together. Just take frozen fruit and bananas are amazing because they're creamy. Yeah. Just blend them together. And then you've got, you put a little Ice vanilla cream. bean in there. Yeah. A little few vanilla bean Peanut specks. Butter. Delicious. Peanut it's butter. natural sugar. It's, yeah, exactly. There are ways. There, there are, are ways w- to make stuff without using crap and it tastes better and it's better for you. Is that a, you know what? <laughs> That's not counted. <laughs> Sorry. Keep, keeping it clean no, here kidding. right on the Nakam Siegel Network. We have network. different levels in Australia of and- what's considered appropriate. <laughs> okay, but we're in New York. Okay, can I just tell you one okay. thing? You know what's really good after a... Fleshig meal. Yes. Marzipan Bakery. Sponsor. Marzipan Bakery in Jerusalem. The Rod- in the yeah, shop. but they, yeah. you know, they're here in America I now. Actually, they're, I didn't know that until you said that. Yeah, right. they sponsor Table for Two. And every week we, we try to we talk about the ha- smell? have a giveaway. Oh, no. Yeah. We're talking. Okay. We're not actually, we had Smell-O-Vision. Yes, yeah, Smell-O-Vision. We've got a lot going on here in the studio. So have your Rogalach after the meal. There I, they they are available they're now really across across the country, and you put them on the blech or on the map. Delicious, perfect shalashitas food. Also, is it like, made with shortening or oil? Do you reckon? Oil. Oh, oil. good. He keeps it real, man. Good. His ingredients good. are oh, amazing. I'm really excited did to try guys, it. Did you guys catch that video that I did? I did a documentary in Israel for them, so it's on it's on um the marzipan. Whatever. I like shortening. Marzipan bakery. Bakery's website. Yeah, Mel's not afraid of all that. They take like simple syrup over and they like dump. I remember I s- remember seeing them brush it over. That was me. No, oh, no, no, no. In, in, in the, oh, I used to work there. I, no, I did it when I was in Israel. They let me there oh, they let I did you the do documentary. Oh. My bracelets are on me brushing. And you know what? I just want to give another shout out because yeah. Mel helped me develop the recipe yes. for my cookbook. Yeah, Mel's of amazing. Of the chocolate bundt cake. 
no margarine. My whole book has no margarine in it. Oh, Can you imagine you. a kosher cookbook? I respect cookbook. you so much more, even yeah. though I respected you so much more a, before. A, a, a kosher cookbook, especially a Pesach cookbook, no margarine. So I was That's really proud good of that. For you. Has a little good bit of sugar, you. but in my book, good. but but the sugar. What's wrong with sugar? Sugar cane. It comes from the sugar cane. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Oh my god. Get gosh, over yeah. it. You know, coconut sugar. It's sugar. Sugar. <laughs> sugar. Sugar. Okay. A little sugar. Yeah, it's great. But yeah. you know. We, we've got a Agave. big we got a big setup going over here. Josh Masson, welcome to the studio. Woo! Hello. We welcome can lift Josh. that up. Josh, jo let's give Josh a mic. He's actually going to okay, set up. I don't want it to make that noise when you move the mic around. Just an in inanimate. Okay. How now, brown cow? Oh, there you go. Oh, Josh, you have a great radio voice. <laughs> yes, he does. It's like, wow. Yes. You Josh, really do have a voice enough. face have to for radio. Stroke his ego anymore. You've been right? listening to the food stylings. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow, good. Uh -oh. yeah, second rough. career when you get burnt he out from this. On the Nachum Siegel Network. He could do some promos for us. Can you say this is Table for Two with Naomi <laughs> Nachman? This is Table for Two and Naomi Nachman. Okay, yes, I like that. That's good. That's awesome. Josh, I wow. myself as a voice talent. Wow. Oh my there are God, things yeah. I like about yeah, you now that I didn't like about you before. Wow. <laughs> there's, there's actually like food talent and, and a voice talent. That's amazing. Oh, let's see what he has to say with that voice. We are welcoming <laughs> to the studio for the very first time executive chef and owner. Yeah, for better or for worse. And owner of Nobo. It's not often that Until you get a chef who owns his own restaurant. You must be one of the only ones in New York, right? That, that's a chef and owner. Well, I used to be one. Yeah, yeah besides not, there, Ita. There, there's not many. There's, there's not, not many. many. And you know what? It shows because when the owner is a chef, so much more love goes into the food um, that, you know, do you see that? Do you feel that? There's some dedicated professionals, but there, there's a certain, uh, you know, you, you can't push the mistakes off on anyone else. You can't say, well, if only my boss would have let me. Right. And yep. that's that's. Because you Part are the, the boss. reasoning why I decided to take the plunge and become, a, you know, an entrepreneur, a businessman, as well as a chef, is because I didn't want that on my headstone, you know, when I, uh, <laughs> in 120 years, I wouldn't have, here lies Josh, it would have been great had his boss only let him. So, right. I love that. You know. So he became his own boss. I'm my own boss. I love that. I love that I'm, I'm, I'm work for myself and, you know, of course, and of course, Nahum. <laughs> And I, and we love what we do. Okay, so Josh can Josh is preparing a platter for us. Um, for those of you watching, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. You can watch Josh talk and prep because he's that talented. Really? There won't be much prep involved. Okay, okay, that's fine. But Let you're me know. I tried to keep it simple. Okay, so I hope you have we, those we bow buns. Right. You have, please tell me about the bow buns. I brought the bow buns. Yes, yes, baby. Can you say that five times fast? But, but bought the bow buns. Bought yeah. the bow buns. No, we're going to stop now. We're going to stop. Because <laughs> it might get boring. <laughs> Nothing's boring here on Table for Two. So um, I actually met Josh a little while ago. Um, I've been to a restaurant a few times. But as you all know, the Nakam Siegel Network had a dinner, a 10-10 dinner. It was called the 10-10 dinner last May. Mm. So it's almost a year ago since that no way. crazy dinner was last May. Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> It was an amazing, he made a 10-course tasting dinner. Blew everyone's minds away. The food was amazing. The wines were incredible. We had uh, some vintners there also. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, back in the day, you can find the show on our Nachum Siegel Network archives and hear all about it. Uh, but uh, Josh, uh, I asked him to join us today. When I saw him at the restaurant, I said, you haven't been on the show yet. How can you not come here? So he agreed to come, and he, I said, you know, when you come to table for two, you have to bring food. <laughs> and so, what did I say? Oh, my gosh. Of course I'll bring food no, for you, No, I said you have a good racket going here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that he did, You're yeah. trading publicity for free lunch. Yeah, yeah, it. free lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. We, we, we can, we can, you can send us a bill. Nachan will be so happy No, no, it's, it. my, it's always my pleasure. <laughs> it's Not always my pleasure to cook for you. Thank you, thank you. We love eating. Can I just say that sous vide steak that we had the other night? We had a, there was one left when we walked in, and I we, oh, we yeah. ran to actually tell the waitress because she'd walked away after she'd hosted a special. While we we're deciding, we're like, run and get her, run and get her. We want to tell her we want that. It was a sous vide steak, sous vide rib steak. Did I get it right? Uh, oh, yeah, it was yeah. USDA Prime. Video that. <laughs> um, USDA Prime rib steak, and yeah, can you tell us more? So basically, uh, we had an extra rib, and we had enough in our aging rotation that uh sorry i'm just setting up these bow buns that i brought bow buns. Yeah. brought bow buns uh so we had an extra rib in our aging program we were already 
you know, fully uh, scheduled. So I basically, I don't like to freeze meat that we're then going to cook with a dry technique. However, okay. if we're going to sous vide it, it's less of a detriment to texture. So I popped it in the freezer, and then after Yontif, we pulled it out of the freezer, and um, I just, you know, bagged it up, same uh, standard salt, pepper, fresh thyme, uh, olive oil. We cooked it for about 14 hours. In um, a sous vide, sous vide. Yeah, it's a, which is style. a little longer than I would normally do a rib steak, but um, I just figured since it was a whole rib, I wanted a, just a little extra time. Um, and uh, we uh, we pulled it out, and it looked to be in the deep fryer. Well, right. So then it, I'm Needs like, color. how are we going to pick this up? Like, you want to sit? You we can gotta, sit. Well, I'm still fotzing over here with the stuff. Um, just so you know, before I tear up these beauties, uh, I have uh, wild foraged ramps and uh, elm oysters, and this is some kind of ramps. Um, he said ramps. This is some kind of shelf polypore here. Um, that's. It smells a little bit almost like cucumber, um, but uh, Aaron Eliezer, who's now my, uh, my uh, resident uh, um, horticulturalist gardener and uh, forager, um, he, uh, he brought these for me. I think they were picked somewhere. Well, actually, foragers never share their, their region, but somewhere in, in downstate, upstate New York. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Okay. Can we just talk about ramps? I guess ramps are in season we now. Can talk about I've never ramps. had ramps before. By the way, what? this is where, it. Where did I have ramps? If you don't, if you don't have a really good ramp spot, and you're kind of an amateur forager, like this week, maybe what's a forager? Next week, Please explain to my a forager listeners. Is, our listeners and a forager me. is somebody that looks for um, edible plants, uh, vegetables, mushrooms, things like that in um, in the wild. Um, there are urban foragers, although it's pretty risky. It's kind of why you don't eat yellow snow. So uh. in, ur- in urban environments, <laughs> oi, oi, oi. in urban environments, I tend to pick things that grow up high, like uh, like these these uh, elm oysters tend to grow up high in elm trees. Okay. Things like ramps, I might not pick in Central Park. Uh huh. Saying. Yeah. Oh, I'll hold it still. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 oh, melon, melon eater. I'm telling you what's going on in the studio today. <laughs> melon eater are taking a lot of photographs. Okay, of of everyone. Oh, that is hilarious. Of Josh setting up. <laughs> of Josh setting up. That was very funny. Um, of uh, Josh setting up the food that we're going to yeah, be I'm partaking. Gonna, I'm going to pull the bulbs off these. Um, okay, that's how we, we prepare a ramp. Can we what? try to just? Can wait, I have wait. one before you cut oh, it up? Sorry. Wait, give me one. I want to hold one up to the camera. Why are you pulling the yes? Because well, the the I don't have a cutting board, and um, I don't want to. Uh, Make the dish too oniony. Oh, you know? okay. okay. A ramp is a ramp. Wait, is a ramp a cousin of an onion? Um, no, the ramp is actually a wild leek, uh, which wild means that leak. in a sense it's in the allium family. But uh, there are there are differences between leeks and, and onions. Import, sorry, important differences between leeks and onions. So I would like to say that these are wild leeks. Which means they're grown in the wild. Which means not on a farm, not on a. That's correct. That's correct. They grow. Um, first, they start coming up near vernal pools, which are the collections of natural runoff when the, the groundwater melts, uh, when the frost melts below ground and the water starts to collect in lower depressions. Um, there will, uh, they call them vernal pools, vernal meaning springtime. Uh, and you'll get a lot of these. You'll get um, skunk cabbage uh, just before the body snatcher-like pods on the top open up and the leaves are small and delicate, or rather just after, I'm sorry, and the leaves are... Small and delicate. They're delicious. About a week later, they smell and taste like skunk. Wow, this so. is a botany class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Table for two botany class. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I was very fortunate uh, in culinary school to have a good friend who grew up on a pig farm in western Massachusetts, and they basically homesteaded and foraged. and um, So So he bought, taught you how to do it kosher style. He, he taught me to like lead a DIY lifestyle pretty much. Which you know? means do, you, do it yourself. We we have a question in the okay. front. Are the, Is that um, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> Are the mushrooms also foraged? Correct. Eat them okay. at your own risk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which we'll do because wow. you know Josh. What else is no? What well, do, okay, I mean, we have twenty minutes to right. finish okay, this out. Fine. So I want everyone to focus here a little bit. Oh. This is table for two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. I, I Our show originally. is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste is all it takes. We are also heard on a Rutsheva English Radio. We have. Josh Masson in the house, uh, preparing us a fabulous meal. He's the executive chef at Nobo, Ita Werdiger Roth, and Melinda Strauss is joining us. What's today. up? Um, is that what is that? Is that duck lamb fat? fat? Duck fat. Is that duck no, fat? No, I pulled out the stops for you. 
folks. That's duck fat. Duck That's fat. duck fat. Okay, we are not offended by duck fat or any fat. Quack, And I'd have to support what Ita says, you know, make it right or don't make it at all. Um, one of the reasons why at Nobo we resisted using uh, dairy substitutes for so long, you know, even cashew milk, is because I, if it didn't enhance the dish, it for sure wasn't going to be the star of the show. We weren't going to do a grilled cheese sandwich or a quesadilla with it. But, you know, if it really didn't taste and feel like cheese, we weren't going to do it. Um, you know, many, many Saturday nights without dates um, later of experimenting in the kitchen, I, uh, I came up with a formula that worked for me with only a little bit of exotic uh, food chemicals in there. And uh, I'm just, uh, there's some duck fat in the pan there. And I'm Hold on. Just Say that again. We're all Instagramming while the show is on. We're letting Josh talk. We are du- with duck fat and mushrooms being sautéed in the Nachum Siegel Network Why? studio. This is a first here. This is a first here on the network. This is so fun. Yeah. Okay. And um, I am going to hack off just the stems here. Hey, uh, can you talk into the mic? Because, you know. <laughs> I'm going to hack off Everyone. just the stems here. Next time, I think you need to get me a, you know, a lavalier or something. I, I yeah. think we need to go to Nobu with ZK and Cook over there in the kitchen over there All right. at Nobu. So um, we're, we're sauteing ramps and mushrooms. We're right. having a cooking demo right here. I thought I would make it interesting, but what I did not account for was sitting in traffic for like an hour. I Um, know. You did amazing. We will wait any any time for your food. Okay, he's adding in some. This is porcini powder. I prefer to use this than truffle oil because truffle oil is... Yucky. Yeah, it's yucky. It's fake. Yeah, it's olive oil with some essence of truffle or something. It's not good, and it's $20 a bottle. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry to the company that made that. Um, I I, I try not to bash food, but... You know, well, this is smoked, smoked sea salt over here. Smoked sea salt. Yeah. Okay, what's the beeping? Uh, we ha- we have a the we beeping have a is the timer on the steamer going off. Is that that's a, so that's what it was. You put yeah. the bow buns, which are steamed buns, in right. the um in the steamer. The steam buns in the steamer to make us fresh food right mm-hmm. here on the Nakam Network. Josh again is the executive chef at Nobo. So if you want to can't come into the studio and eat with us right now, make sure you make a reservation. At Nobo in Teaneck. Teaneck has the best restaurants. I l- kind of. Yeah, you you are, of course, the leading kosher restaurant. There's, oh, stop there's it. nothing else to say. Stop it. But you've got, we've got, she who says else? That to okay, everyone. keep going. No, I don't. Oh, I, I just said I said it to you. It's true. Two of my favorite places. Your <laughs> best milkshakes are these best flashics. Well, it, it has been dying to uh, to volunteer, so why don't you put yes. together. The uh, the spring legume salad here. Okay, um, ZK is so happy. I cannot begin to tell you the. We've got most of the hardware over here. Uh, no, we're all friends here. I'm gonna let Josh run the show. If you'd like, you can use a portion bag turned inside out the other way. I'm clean, all right. I'm actually, you know, I'm sitting back and enjoying the show. I'm not gonna actually talk. Why don't you run the you can, show? You're gonna toss it with the dressing. Uh, in well, you can. But don't forget, this is a radio show, so we need to have our microphones on. Right, otherwise it's okay. Toss it uh, right because you know. Yeah, you'll have to excuse me. My only experience, you know, as a consumer of talk radio is uh, aside from like political talk radio, it's like the Howard Stern show and Opie and Anthony. So you know. Yeah, I don't even (laughs) know what you shouldn't. I don't even know what that is. Of course, JM and AM. So there's guys, there's guys talking off mic all the time. So maybe we shouldn't talk about those shows so much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there a dressing for this? Uh, there's uh, stuff in here. There's a box over here that has yeah, all yeah, this fun yeah. stuff. Okay. Chef, chef. Josh yeah. Masson. Keep you under control, Josh. In the house, in the studio, cooking up a storm for us. I don't know what else to tell you, folks. There you go. Oh, my God. Okay, he's uh, making us salad. Smells like duck in here. It makes me so happy. What is your dog, Naomi? What does Leora always say with duck? She doesn't like duck. She does not like duck. She can smell Naomi and I love to cook duck. Okay, Mel and I cook a lot of duck. Um throughout the year for customers and my nine-year-old can smell it as she steps off the school bus Most of it. um she will say oh no she doesn't like duck but we love duck okay so we're we're having a little cooking session here um i'm trying to describe what is going on in the studio i have ita word and josh masson cooking up mel and i kitchen tested are sitting here uh watching zk's laughing his head off as a cooking demo we've turned the kitchen the studio into food network over here i wasn't sure that this was going to happen like i didn't realize it was but we're really excited that nobo was moved downtown josh masson executive chef of nobo it's a word of executive chef of nowhere (laughs) 
Um, right now, executive chef of your household. Hello. Yep. Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni, mac and cheese. You know what? But you make it right. And you make it tasty. Okay, my daughter's dream is to eat mac and cheese every single day. You know what she loves the best? Mm. Tradition noodle soup. She does love those. What do you call them again? Uh, uh, call them emergency soup. Emergency soup. Because you're only allowed to eat it in an absolute emergency. But every part. day is an emergency. But quite often I meet so at the studio on a Wednesday to do shows or interviews or work with people. Um, and I get home late from the Lower East Side and... She gets home before me and she's there with a the babysitter and because I'm not home to make her food, she's allowed to have an emergency soup on Wednesdays. <laughs> love it. She's not allowed more than two a week. <laughs> it's a little she, crazy. I think she had one yesterday. We were on uh, the <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. If <laughs> she... Calling Leora out. Leora, are you listening? No, she's in school right now. It's Friday morning. So. Friday yeah. morning. You never know with her. <laughs> she likes to stay home with mummy and cook, actually. She loves to bake Let's give a shout out to Susie Fishbine's book, Kids in the Kitchen. She has made like everything from there. Okay, so Josh, can you tell us what you've made over there for us? Um, just a very uh, simple app, you know, preparation here. Um, saute the mushrooms, get a little color on them. Um, they'll deflate quite a bit, so don't overdo it. Salt, pepper, um, uh, just a garlic clove in the pan. We're not actually going to eat the garlic. Oh, okay, we're taking that out. Yeah, I mean, it could be delicious for people who love to eat a mouthful of garlic. And then we have the ramps, um, the stems, whole, the leaves sort of uh, chopped up. And then um, we have uh, uh, smoked salt. I'm going to put a little juniper oil on it. And then, you know, along the lines of that conversation, uh, spruce shoots are like a little stubborn this year in terms of coming out. Um, so the juniper has sort of that evergreen flavor. So I had some juniper. Tell oil. us what a juniper is, because a lot of juniper. my listeners are not familiar with the juniper. Yeah, it's a juniper, juniper is, a, is a perennial bush. Um, some of them are edible, some of them are toxic. But the 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 little it's berries, the little berries can be dried, and it's actually the principal flavor component in gin. Um, it has a cooling effect similar to coriander, just on the palate. Um, uh, but it also has a wonderful piney flavor, because if you see the shrub, it's it's evergreen. Uh, so, um, that said, um, we put some of that in there. And then along the lines of our dairy conversation, these are toasted pine nuts that are covered in our secret recipe, uh, cheese powder. So it's almost like a little Parmesan cheese. It's not real cheese. It's pretend cheese. Powder. Right. Right. That's because right. he's kosher restaurant. Secret, but kosher. Mm. Let's just say the VOD knows what's in there. Okay. That's all that we need to know. The rabbis have the VOD of, uh... Bergen County, I believe. Uh, yes, the, the Rabbinical Council of Bergen County. Excellent, Hersha. So well respected in the industry. Okay, that, they look amazing. Can I? Can we try one of those plain? Pass that around, but Belinda goes first. Okay. Oh, of course she does. Of course she goes first. And we'll be flashic. And we're going to be flashic. Lunchtime. But can I just say, I never mind. It's very Israeli to be flashics at lunch. Yeah. You know, I just gave a cooking class to girls going off to seminary and I warned them all they'll be flashic in the middle of the day. Rustic. (gasps) So, look at this, Isha. This is stunning. Can we show everyone, ZK? Can we get a... Oh, he bought us real cutlery. Nothing is too good for us here at the Nachum. So, one of the important things I did was I added a little lemon juice because as important as salt is um, as a vehicle for flavor... Acids can really amplify flavors without a adding more salt, um, and uh, and b it just brightens everything. And this little, these are uh, Meyer lemons, which I shamelessly use all year round, even though when they're out of season, because they're just great. Oh my god, that's so good! All right, so we got this mixed up now. What? I'm gonna try one of those pine nuts. Okay, we got to give some to ZK. You want to try one of those, ZK? We share here. We got to feed ZK. Remember, girls. Oh, and, and no one was noshing on the oh the charcuterie. Oh, we were waiting for your permission. Oh yeah, we. Were. Oh no 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 no. And I brought some wine. Oh, let's crack that open. Yeah, We've I got some wine glasses out do? there. Okay, fantastic. Now, do you want to grab them? They're actually on the filing cabinet. Just only take the clean ones. This one <laughs> is uh, this one is imported by my friend uh, Mendel at Red Garden. I don't know if I'm allowed to plug people, but um, is it yeah. a royal wine? We're going to pour. Actually, no, I have lots of amazing royal wines. Um, yes, do you s- mo- sell them in the restaurant? Most of my wine list is from royal. Most of the wines in America are from royal wines. That's true. I just had a killer meal by Gabe Garcia. Oh, wow. I, I went out to uh, Oxnard. 
Yeah. Uh, right before Pesach. What a meal. Are they, are they, if they're very dirty, Mel. They are from Kitchen Click. Are they, are those I'm, not, clean? I'm not drinking. I'm not I, drinking I, don't, I don't drink while I work. I do, I do drink and drive, but not while I work. Okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, he it's didn't really say that. He's might get joking. Hurt. He's joking. He's joking. He's joking. So, uh, yes, we, we do not endorse Mel, dangerous illegal activities. And seeing we have a few hours to walk around in the city afterwards, we're going to go through a walk of um, Chinatown with someone. Oh, fantastic. So you'll join us. This is a giant it's red wine glass. Actually, it's from Kitchen Click. That's perfect for me. It's perfect for a real good Jewish nose. This this one here. Uh, Jay okay. oh, Booksbound always says that. Yeah. you need. I need, Look, people that can have we, those Yiddish noses know about that stuff. Can we give ZK yeah, yeah, some? Eat, eat, eat. It's here for eating. That is not gonna have to so, out I've to never had mushrooms that are so meaty in my life. They're duck fat. Mm. And... The, the mushroom sauté. Okay, what's this combo? Is this ready to be eaten? Almost. I'll Almost. talk about the charcuterie while you're eating that. Okay, we've got ten like minutes left on the clock. Please. I'm, I'm right. ready. I'm ready to go. Ten here. minutes on the clock. Okay. Let, let's. I gotcha. I, I I hear what you're saying. I love all this. What's all this? We can eat afterwards. You just have to talk now. They just okay, he's talk. still Gosh. cooking. Uh, you know what? We'll just go over time. We have Josh in the house. Just cut out. Just edit the parts at the beginning that I. That I was when I was yapping on about you. You're a rock yeah, star. Just, just cut him out. Okay. <laughs> all right, fair. Get on the microphone, Josh. We can eat later. That's fair. I'm going to keep serving it up. Um, all right. Uh, so the charcuterie, um, a program. Careful, those are extremely delicate. Uh, a program we started. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, a little over two years ago. Um, and. Uh, takes a lot of uh, patience more than anything else, but there, there could also be horrible disappointment because what will happen is um, you will make something that takes two months to mature, three months to mature, sometimes longer, depending on what it is, and then in the last week it can just go bad. So uh, that's part of why it's so costly for the consumers because in a lot of ways it's costly for us. Um, what are some reasons that it could go bad? Uh, the good environment. Question. Good question. So... Um, there, there are a number of different reasons. Uh, you could have, um, it could be simply because of uh, bad, bad sterile technique. You know, you could, un, you know, accidentally uh, inoculate it with a bacteria right. or a fungus that's, that's not uh, helpful. And, um, and that's, uh, there's... Microphone. <laughs> that's, back to the mic, back to the mic. That's, that's why there, there's a famous chef, uh, David Chang, who says, you know, there's, there, you've heard of when food goes bad, but sometimes food goes good. And this is food going good, uh, some of it. The duck brujute, for example. Can I, can I eat some? Yeah. yeah, yeah. CK, did we get a um, picture of all the charcuterie board over here? We have that? Can you tell us what we should be doing now? Charcuterie means dried meats, cured meats, aged meats, right? Yeah. So uh, we have the duck brujute, which takes about two months to mature. Um, there What's is this one? There is only, uh, I'll, I'll get to that's the beef jerky. Brujute. Prosciutto de Parma. Italian? Yeah. I thought it you was know. prosciutto. Uh, no, it could be prosciutto. I'm not a stickler for pronunciations of languages that I don't speak fluently. So. Nor are we. <laughs> so I would make fun of your Spanish, but not your Italian. Oh, okay. So you could be saying it wrong is my point. Yes, I could be. Yes. Like we say tomato wrong. Right, right. Just like that. That's a, that's a figmo starter. Mm. Um, and... Uh, where was I? Yeah, so uh, you have the beef jerky, which is actually just uh, sort of an overnight. Thank you. Everyone's working here start. on the studio. I'm not. I'm eating. Mel's just stuffing her face. That's the warm crew, really. It's her birthday. Can everyone at home just please sing happy birthday right now? We'll I'm hoping I grab it. the right meat. That's all I'm hoping. Um, okay, now what's this one? Over here, looks like okay, salami. Okay, so we have a big, uh, right, it's a, it's a duck uh, pate. It's a country-style pate. It's um, duck legs. Uh, boneless, uh, yeah, you can <laughs> duck legs with the, um, you have to remove the tenons and then we season them and freeze them partially and grind them. There's some blanched, uh, pistachios in there and, um, uh, a lot of duck fat. And that's in this. Yeah. And we actually, we actually cook it, uh, sous vide. It really does give the best Ooh. texture. Uh, there's a panade, there's a panade in there, which is uh, a little bit of sourdough bread, just, uh, mixed with some duck, uh, Speaking duck broth. Amazing, um, and uh, it should have a lovely. Can you cut us a piece, Mel? Soft, uh, soft texture. Soft. 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 Um, Where were you born? This. Uh, Are you from Jersey? 
I was born in Fort Lee, my, my family, Fort Lee, New Jersey, but my whole family's from the Bronx. You should hear us when we all get together. It's pretty um, something I, else. Oh, my God, this is like, so sour. While Naomi has... Um, These are all... still on? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear... Can we hear yeah, more about, like, your, um, you know, like, the restaurant and what it's like to... You know, like, you've been there, you've had it for a few years, you've you've only recently become the sole owner, right? Well, I'm not the, I'm not the sole, sole owner. I have, you've a, recently, I have a partner who lives in Jerusalem. From, yes, who oh. owns Crave. Right, which you've already done a, a really nice I, profile. I, I did a great show with Danielle Renov, mm-hmm. with glad. Todd Ahrens at midnight mm-hmm. at the Shook, with some, and some Aussies were sitting there. It was so funny, but they were like South African Aussies, so I didn't know them. Mm. <laughs> um, this, this is amazing. So, so, do you love owning your own place? Uh, I do. I, I like, you know, nobody decides how much money I make. Um, you know, um, it, it's not all about exercising your ego. A lot of being an owner is about swallowing your pride. Yeah. Uh, you know, when it comes to employees and, and, uh, and whatnot, yeah. um, you really have to, uh, well, that fell on the floor. Nothing. I don't think anything was do in there. Make a mess. <laughs> so, uh, you... Um, you know, you really do have to swallow your pride quite a bit because right. uh, <laughs> what are the pros and cons you can't just win? fire everybody, be it customers or, or uh, employees that give you a hard time. Sometimes you have to make, uh, you know, the best of it, make bricks right. without straw as we Jews are. You know, what would you say is like the biggest pro or con between being a chef and... Is it okay that I'm asking? You know, I think it's great because you've actually been... On his I've side. done it and kind of failed basically, so you I'm very fail. curious. You didn't fail. You had a family, like you didn't fail. You didn't fail. You're re- It's it's a version of failure. Why? It was a successful restaurant in a way, but it wasn't successful for your family because life, that's all. it was it it took over my personal life and that would didn't work for me in my position. If I was right. a single gal on the town, that would have been fine. Right, all in its right time. So so ask and yeah. ask the question again. Yeah, so. So, as a um, yes. as a chef mm-hmm. working for, you know, the owners, how does it differ? Like, what's the one biggest, would you say, so pro have, or con between owning and... Having business partners can be a lot like having other bosses. I think I'm very fortunate that in this point in our relationship, my partner, um, he doesn't just trust me. He's, he's, he, he's excited when I try things, yeah. when I take risks, when I blow a bunch of money on a new piece of equipment or ingredients, you know, even if it goes nowhere... Um, he understands that, you know, perfection is a process, it's not a place, and there's not always a direct connection between a dollar spent and a dollar earned, or sometimes it's, it's, about, it's about brand image, it's about uh, improving the quality of work for my people and my quality of life, because my life is my work. And, yeah, and, uh, I, I hear that. And um, so, you know, in that sense, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Uh, I... Um, you know, I get to make my own hours, so sometimes... You can take off in the middle of the day and come to... Sometimes I have to... show, you yeah. know. But good, sometimes good I need you. to go running back, you know, from wherever I am because there's an emergency. Also, right. you know, there's nobody coming to bail me out, so... Right. I have, um, I have do... Mel that's helped bail me out a lot because she's the best. <laughs> you, you definitely... uh it definitely is. brings you closer to God running a restaurant because every day there's so many things that can go wrong. And... Uh, Could I say something? And when they don't... It's really by no fault of your own, you know. It's 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 definitely uh, the Rabona Shalom uh, bailing you out. So I love that. Yeah, nice. I, okay, I, it's just time to no, say something. I, no, I just wanted to add on. on to that that okay. Ita? it is really? absolutely yeah, it is absolutely brings you closer to God because of Shabbos. Oh yeah, Shabbos, Shabbos has a different meaning if you have a restaurant and your kosh and your and your Shabbos. Shabbos is a big deal. It's yeah. the only, it's the only real, real rest you could have, mm-hmm. and it is amazing. Even that. though it makes Saturday night, if you're open Saturday nights and Sunday morning for brunch, a nightmare because you have no, you can't prep, and it's the busiest night of the week. But right, I refuse to open Saturday nights. Yeah, you no, know, good. Yeah, that's good. clever. So you, yeah, you can have do to, it. you have to book a party minimum eight G's, or I'm not, I'm not doing it. So yeah, I, 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 I hear. So that. book a party, guys. <laughs> But can I just say it's really amazing when I was, you know, doing the book tour and the, the books and the edits and everything, and I had chop competitions and and Pesach catering. Thank God for Shabbos, or I would not have survived. So really, like a little bit of inspiration on this very crazy busy show. All right, Josh, please tell me what I'm eating here. 
What are these? Uh, we didn't pink? even get done with the charcuterie board. I just want to make the point that we uh, we try to make wherever possible everything in house. So we were even making our own ketchup and mayonnaise, but people said, "What's wrong with this mayonnaise?" <laughs> or this ketchup tastes funny. Is this Pesach ketchup? All right. So what am I eating? So all right, you're eating. Uh, this is the 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 spring. Uh, we we have one salad that really changes profoundly in, in a seasonal way. So this is a a variety of legumes. We have fresh green chickpeas. Um, we have garden peas, petit pois. If petit you want to be, if you want to be, did I say that right? Yeah. We have to French Good call. Enough. If French listeners want to call in, is this a white strawberry? So that's a green strawberry. And um, does that mean an unripened strawberry? Well, it's not just unripe; it's perfectly unripe. Uh-huh. Meaning, you could have something perfectly ripe, but you could have something perfectly unripe. In this case, the crunchy texture, the acidity of it, um, is is just as beneficial as a strawberry would be in a sweet application or in a balanced savory application, where it ends. Yeah. It adds aroma and adds sweetness. Yeah. Um, uh, in this variety. case, we're getting texture and acid with a completely different aromatic component, really. It's amazing. And what come is over this? And eat this? Yeah, I'm yeah. Over. So those are, those are beet meringues. That's not normal. And uh, they're, they're made, uh, you know, fresh beet juice, egg white powder, gelatin, um, and uh, about three hours on acetate and a dehydrator. And Mel, you have to learn how to Acetate. Do acetate is a clear plastic sheet. Okay, I was going to know. What does that mean? We are, like, very busy eating this salad here. Beet mm. And the dressing, the dressing is um, is a ri- is a rip off of uh, of a, a Japanese uh, chef who operates many restaurants. Um, he uh, this is a, a mustard su miso dressing. It's English mustard and uh, organic white miso, rice wine vinegar, salt. Um, this is not actually normal, white right? white sugar, which you would say they wanted to use a sweetener that has some character. But we found when we added honey, it tasted too Asian. When we added agave, it overpowered the miso. When mm-hmm. we White sugar was just the best, uh, best sweetener. Sometimes sugar just does it. Yeah, and, and it's white, so it doesn't take, it doesn't brown the uh, the visual aspect. Correct. Correct. Okay, that's yeah. amazing. All right, we are, we've got a couple of minutes left. We're actually going to go. Don't you want to ask me any personal questions? It's weird. No, Josh, bad idea. <laughs> that was Mel. Life? Josh, how mm-hmm. are you? Hi there. Yeah, you're having a good day today. Um, yeah, there was. I had a little uh, exercise in refining my Midos driving down here, but on the FDR. Okay, on the FDR drive. Well, welcome to Manhattan. We love Thank having you. you. I'm happy to be here. Uh, tell us, that, where, so you grew up in, tell us a little bit about yourself, Josh. We got straight into cooking. Tell us a little bit. We've oh, got the bow. We're, we're going over a little bit uh, over. This is going to be a mini supersize show. We're going to add five minutes onto the show today because we've had an incredible show, but that only gives us about three minutes left. You could just edit out some of Ita's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ita was wonderful. Yeah. No, but I talk a lot. So she does talk a lot. Yeah, those Melbourne girls. What can I say? It's one of my best known charms. Everyone's it is. And, She's charming. And, and it's my enemy. Can we just talk about where's Bao, Bao Bums from? B A O. It's spelled B A O. I always Bao say Bao till Mel yelled at me. Bao is a uh, is uh, a Chinese. Uh, it's not style Vietnamese of, style of bread. Oh no. No, and the Chinese have another name for it too. Okay. But the sandwich, the bread itself has a name, but the sandwiches are referred to as as Bao because there's Bao. a few kinds of sticky buns. Okay. It's so a yeast raised dough. Yeah. Uh, it's typically enriched with milk. Um, we use um, in this particular case to enrich it, we use a uh, a uh, coconut milk. Very neutral flavored coconut okay. milk. We always try to get very neutral flavored uh, things. Um, and in, in many respects, it's just like a bread. We made amazing burger buns with it actually once. Baked, had, wow. baked in, in a traditional I had in Israel, fashion, not in a steamer. Very crazy Something right like now that. To do that. Well, yeah, I had in Israel um, at, at Station 9, if you've oh, ever been there in the sure. uh, uh, Tachana Rishona, one of my favorite places mm-hmm. in Jeru. So uh, we had uh, Jerusalem. We had a. Uh, a hamburger with uh, bow buns. It was amazing. Right. Okay. Is so there a- I grew up in uh, in Fort Lee, New Jersey, right over the bridge here. Um, not. Uh, I was called Fort Lee on the way to Jersey, on the way to Teaneck. Right, right. Like like Englewood is on the way to Teaneck. That town on the way to Teaneck. That town. Yeah. So uh, uh, did not grow up religious. I started keeping Shabbos when I was about nineteen years old. That's wonderful. Did you go to yeshiva? Mm, well, or Samach wouldn't take me. <laughs> They didn't, they didn't like my big knit keeper. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so where did you end up? I a little bit here, a little bit there. Wonderful. I learned in Morristown at night until I almost got killed in a snowstorm, and then I just didn't go back after that. Okay, yeah. And the, then, the snow would kill me too. Yeah, right. Not um, want me to go anyway. So and then um, you know, Shirim and just my own. It's so study. wonderful. This is a uh, this is not traditional. 
Um, this is a tonkotsu sauce. Um, is it going to be spicy? We've been using this in various ways over the last three years. It's basically our, our taco sauce. Um, okay. Even though with Japanese food, it's typically served with uh, schnitzel kind of preparations, fried chicken, fried pork cutlets. Umami, umami. Never, ever do. Well, the umami there is, is um, from a, uh, a mushroom soy sauce that we make ourselves because the one from Pearl River Foods got their hashkaha pulled. Oh, no. You we don't make the soy sauce from scratch. We use a Korean uh, gold uh, soy sauce, uh, which tastes different than regular soy sauce. And then we steep a whole lot of dried shiitakes in there. And, and so umami means a deep flavor, deep, rich, earthy flavor. Right, guys? With that one, how would you quickly describe? Yeah, very often from, uh, from the, uh, the hydrolyzed proteins. Um, which otherwise is known as MSG. Yeah, MSG, but this is all natural because this we do not nat- use MSG in our cooking ever. It gives right. me, actually gives me a bad headache. We've got one minute left on table for two. Oh, oh no. With our ex- you know what? Everyone's going to turn off the – well, they're going to keep listening because they've got music sponsored by our friends at Kerem right up until Lich Benching. We have Mark Zomik at the live lunch from 11 to 1, I believe. So uh, my, my phone goes all day. I just have everyone going all day. I love it. I love taking my NSN app with me on my iPhone. Um, and I can listen to everyone's shows and, and keep up with my colleagues. Even though I don't get to talk to them or see them so often, I listen to their shows. So it's really good. We all listen to each other, which is really nice. Josh is finishing up his bell bands. I'd like to thank Melinda for schlepping along with me today. Uh, she's going to actually be on next week for a proper interview. It's a word of man. You are hilarious, you Melbourne girl. Don't you know it? <laughs> yeah, you know it. We love your food. We look forward to seeing your dreams come true. Great things are going to happen. We cannot they wait better. to see it. Josh Masson, thank you so much for coming. We're going to sign off in a minute, but we're going to stay and schmooze and talk and enjoy each other's company with ZK right here on the Nakam Siegel Network. Thank you, ZK. All right. Uh, finish, we finished the bow bun? He's- the bow bun's finished. We got our, okay. our, our Did green. Can we get pa- that? Can we get a picture of that, TK? And then we're going to wave goodbye. And gobo root slaw and fresh cilantro. That's, I know. Shush, don't say it. Oh. I was going to say that. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we guys. We knew you knew it. We knew you knew it. This is our longest show ever. Thank you guys for sticking around. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Listen to music right up to Lech Benching. Thank you, Marzi Pampake, for sponsoring. Good job. It's a great Good job, show Naomi. next week. Go, Naomi. Woo. Woo. You do your thing. <laughs>